0: Hello and welcome to Mighty Wind Broadcasting Network. I am Pastor Jennifer i'm the pastor here at the House of Joy Church in downtown Los Angeles, and I am so glad to just be able to meet online I, it's pretty awesome. like I love meeting in person. I think that's so special and so necessary but what a beautiful opportunity that we can gather wherever you are at, whatever you are doing. We get to come together as a body of Christ. And if you ain't in the body of Christ, come on in. <laughs> Say yes to Jesus today. But that we need one another. We must encourage one another. We must be strong in the truth, especially in these times where there's such strong like currents of all kinds of strange, twisted ideas of what the world would want us to like adopt and take on. And so today we're going to actually get into that a little bit and have some confidence to be so in alignment, so congruent with God's way, which is the truth. He's the maker, the designer of all that exists. And that we would stand confident and strong and not be swayed by... High-sounding, you know, nonsense that human minds are just coming up with that um, cause damage and destruction. Um, but yeah, that we would just be a strong, stable um, people—the uh, sons and daughters of God, united as you know, this this army, this bride of Jesus—that's rising up as time gets times get dark. As we've seen, they increasingly get darker feeling, and yet there is a remnant of this beautiful bride of Christ that is truly all in for him, (laughs) living pure and holy for him. And that Christ can't pour out his full anointing upon, that we get to shine brighter and brighter. So right, you and I, we are in this, all of us collectively together to shine brightly. Um, we are here for a special time, uh, just as it says, like in, in the book of Esther. Like, you are here for such a time as this, and we are the ones to rise up to speak the truth. Uh, no matter what, um, you know, what may come back against us. You know, not everyone's gonna want to hear that truth, but. We are going to say it. I'm turning off this heater. So welcome. And um, yes, we're going to be actually looking at Psalms 2, where it talks about uh, God sitting in the heavens and laughing at the futile plans of the enemies, trying to rage against him and his ways. So we want to have the same attitude as our Father, our Creator, our Lord, that we can also have a confidence that we are in no way in agreement with the plots and plans of the enemy, but we are in full agreement with his word. And therefore, we have absolute confidence to, to stand seated with him, Christ, in heaven and laugh at the enemy. So um, here we go. I'm going to open in prayer and um as i say that though too because i just went right into that whole um kind of intro but um being a pastor here even a house of joy that's a lot of the times that i'm going to be speaking teaching however he flows out of me (laughs) it's there's there's a lot of emphasis you will see on joy um jesus is He's full of joy. He's the one, it says, that was anointed with the oil of joy more than anyone else. Because he loved what his father loved, hated what he hated, right? There was full congruency of heart. Um, it says in the word that you know, the, the kingdom of God is that of righteousness, peace, and joy. We cannot have the kingdom of God in its entirety apart from joy. It, it, is, it is just there. It is part of who he is and what we are to live in. And um, it says in Isaiah fifty six seven, and that is a big part of what our this church is founded on, is that to be a house of prayer. But all of us are to be houses of prayer. We are those that will pray His word and 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 release, you know, like His way on this earth um, through prayer. And but it says, and we miss this so often. We say, oh my, you know, God's house should be called the house of prayer for all nations. Yes, this is true. But God also has a really special promise in there in Isaiah 56, 7 that says, I will fill them with joy. He says, I will fill you with joy in my house of prayer. And sometimes we just need a little reminder of what the promise is. Because when we know the promise, then we can hold on to it and say, oh, that's for me. When I pray, I'm going to have an expectancy that I'm going to pray in faith and Receive, and that's where this joy comes in. We're like, Oh my gosh, Lord, you heard my prayer, and I'm seeing things change, and I'm getting to talk to you, I'm getting to hear you, and there's just this joy that it even comes from His presence. That oil of joy gets rubbed on us because the one that we spend the time with the most is who's going to rub off on us the most, and we're going to be influenced by. It. And it says that even God's feet smiles upon the godly, smiles upon us. So when we look at Him. Right, we see his smile, we start to when we come in alignment with him, we, we start to experience more of his joy and we start to be those that, that that start to radiate what we are and who we are spending time with. And that I praise Jesus. I know <laughs> the more that we spend time with him, the more we become like him. That is that is word transformed into his image more and more as we behold him. So we need to behold him, we gotta we gotta know sometimes, break off. Uh, uh, like this, this religious, like seriousness, there is a seriousness to the fact that there is eternity ahead and we must be all in for Jesus. Cause the other option is not good. That is hell and eternity apart from God. There's a seriousness to that, but Jesus we cannot have Jesus and the good news apart from knowing that joy is ours. And it is not optional so um, joy is Jesus Jesus is joy it can't be separated and um, the more we come into alignment with him and cast down any of those lies that have tried to come in and and bring anything uh, up against who he is the more that we become clean and congruent with him the more that joy starts to flow and um, so that's that's one of the things that's one of my passions and part of my mission that I know he's given me is to spread joy let us be reminded that he is the joyful one um, and that all of his ways lead towards peace and joy and satisfaction and, and isn't that what we want It doesn't always feel good he trains us he'll cut some things off that we thought we wanted to have attached to us but when we let him do his work, it is all unto that 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 increasing joy. Um yeah, the joy unspeakable and full of glory. It says as we trust him and know him. And and even he, Jesus said before he was he was leaving his disciples, you know, going to the cross, and raised again from the dead. Um but he's like, Oh, I'm telling you all these things that you would have and know my joy. So that's his heart he wants us he wants us to be so full of joy and as the world sees believers that are full of his joy there's something attractive about that there's you don't even have to like be trying to make someone believe no people will see christ in and on us and they'll say like where did you get that joy where did you get that that where what what is going on why are you different we should be so different. We are not to be of this world. We're to be so different. So, house of joy. That's for that's for all. That's that's just straight Bible. Um, so. Yes, every time that I'm on, I come on once a week and there'll be a joy. We are are moving towards joy. He endured the cross, the shame of the cross, even for the joy that was set before him. And that is the joy of seeing each one of us be saved, snatched out of Satan's hands, snatched out of the kingdom of darkness and fully brought into his kingdom of light. That's what he endured the cross for, that he would see each one, each one. So all of us. Be His. Be saved. Be filled with joy. And that everything that has come against joy comes off, even tonight, in Jesus' name. Today, tonight, whatever time it is, it <laughs> don't matter. So, um, we yeah, we, we, we come against everything that we try to come against, the joy of the Lord, in the name of Jesus. So, uh, Father, I just thank you. We come into prayer together, God. I thank you that you are the one that sits in the heavens and laughs. <laughs> you are the creator of all things. You are good all the time, all the time. No matter what is happening, you have a plan. You have a way for those that of us who believe. Like you are working everything together for good. And <laughs> we can just laugh. <laughs> and we can laugh confidently. Oh, knowing that the plots and plans of the enemy are futile. They are pointless. They will. Ch- oh, he's trying, but the enemy is a defeated foe. He is defeated. And we just thank you, Jesus, for the cross, that that is the place (laughs) where you gave all of yourself, Lord, for us to have absolute authority and victory over the enemy. We thank you, Jesus, that you would teach us and strengthen us by your spirit upon us, moving in and through us, (laughs) that we would all be strengthened, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. You want us full of your joy. And we thank you, God, that um, just that there would be a cleansing of of anything if we have adopted things that are just not of you that there would be cleansing so that we can have an absolute full confident assurance of your word and what you are doing and who you are in us god so i just pray holy spirit lead me as i speak i submit myself to you god and i pray over each heart each mind lord that there would be a peace let there be peace and let there be openness, Lord, upon each heart, that there would be a landing strip. And just like a, I just see hearts, little open mouths, like little baby birds in a nest, just ready to eat, ready to eat. And it's you that hand-feeds each one what they need to receive from this word. So, Lord, I thank you for the honor. I thank you for the honor to speak your word. I thank you for the honor, God, to share. And I just, I, I, I need you, We all need you. We can do nothing apart from you. Nothing. There is no anointing apart from you. No lasting value to anything. So we just honor you, Holy Spirit. And we just full surrender to you. Lather us in your oil of joy. We love your presence. And in your presence is fullness of joy. So we thank you, God. Wow. We thank you for clothing us. Clothing each one that would honor your word and listen right now. With joy, God. With joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, as I mentioned, uh, we're looking at Psalms 2. But to set that up, I'm going to start in the beginning of the book. This is the book, right? This is the book, the Word of God. And God wrote it for us. And He tells us in the beginning, in Genesis 1, right? In the beginning, God created, God created the heavens and the earth. He made everything. He spoke it into being. He is the creator. He gave us instructions, as they say back in like I remember Bible school days. Basic instructions, um, uh, you know, for living. Um, What is that? Um, But it's basic instructions for life. Like it's it's when when something is made. right there's usually instructions like or if something i'm just thinking he i was thinking about like say like you get a table from say ikea um i know some of you might not be shopping at ikea but that's where you know i shop at ikea so <laughs> um but sometimes when you buy some furniture right someone made that designed it and there's instructions that go with it and if you don't listen to the instructions and, and I know I've done that. I'd be like, oh, I'll, I'll kind of follow the instructions, but then I kind of pick and choose. Like, um, I'll be like, oh, it looks like those two pieces go together. And I'll assume that I know better or I assume that I've got it figured out and I do it my way and I skip a step or so. And it just doesn't work out typically. Usually there's a part that's loose or part that's missing or I'm like, gotta backtrack, take some things apart to get it fixed and correct it so that there can be a solid piece of furniture um, that's gonna last and not crumple when I go to use it, right? So there's, there's good reason for instruction. Whoever the creator is of an item, a, a, whoever's designed something, like has the vision and the know-how of like how it's gonna work best. And um, God is the creator of everything, but so many wanna fight against that what God how could we have a God who tells us what to do and how to do it but the thing is God is good God is love God is the creator God is righteous meaning everything is right everything is made perfectly God is peace he is God is so good he is love and so you would, we would think if we were in our right minds apart from a sinful fallen nature that wants to rebel and fight against him, that we would just follow his instructions. And as we follow the instructions of the creator, the one who made us, he has ways that our bodies should work, the ways that he wants our bodies to be used, and ways that he knows that we shouldn't use them because it's going to hurt us. And at the core of each person, we all want to have pleasure. We all want to have peace. We all want to have joy. We want to be satisfied. We want to have fulfilling, abundant lives. And that's what Jesus came to give us. But the thing is, that sinful nature wants to come against God. It's like, oh, we don't even... And so until it's cut off, and it can only be cut off by the power of God in the name of Jesus, giving our life to him, that's where he cuts off our old nature. It says he circumcises us, makes us new. um, Because that's the only way we start to be like... (gasps) Oh my gosh, I actually want to obey God. Oh my gosh, like, your way is actually better. Why was I wasting all my time rebelling against these instructions? Why was I wanting to hurt myself by following my own way, my own plans? So we, we follow so many instructions throughout life, you know, making recipes, right? We, like, we want to follow them. We get it right. We do it. We, we don't, we're not like arguing with the recipe book or we're like traffic, we're like, oh, I'm kind of thankful that there's rules in traffic so that we don't all smash into one another and we we know when to go, when to stop, how fast to go. And like there's, we, we don't want like a doctor, a surgeon, there's instructions. He's gone to school for how many years to have very clear instructions of how the body works and how to do surgeries and how to do it right. We don't want a doctor just being like, uh, our surgeon, I'm just gonna kind of pick my own way. I'm gonna skip a few steps, and no, we like, we really love following instructions and people that follow instructions when it serves us and when it's what we want the way we want it. But there is just that place where we're the the world and its systems, it's it, it. The Bible says it's under like Satan's rule because. It, it that's just how it is for now. But we know that Jesus, um, it, it, he's conquered that. He's given us freedom as we say yes to Jesus. As he went to the cross, he put all that sin, all that wanting to rebel against him, um, he nailed it to the cross so that we can be literally free from that old nature and given a new nature that follows his instructions joyfully. And so with this... Um, the, or just setting up, like, like, God has made everything, he is good, and he's given us beautiful instructions for an abundant life, okay? So you think, well, easy, let's just follow it. But we know that the world at large does not do that, and so we're going to just see how relatable God's word is. It's so timeless, right? Um, so in Psalms 2, um, just seeing God looking even now over everything, He's like, I made it. I gave him instructions. So he goes, why are the nations so angry? It says in Psalms 2 verse 1. I'm going to read through here just a little bit. Why? Why? Like, I was, I was kind of seeing it as a musical almost this morning. Because God likes to sing. And all the Psalms really are written for singing. They're written musically, not just in some serious... And there's something, there's such a massive power when we sing his word. When we sing his word, I like to sing his word a lot in meditation. Because you also, you can't get upset, you can't get depressed, you can't be angry. When you're singing, it bypasses those things. So it's also a weapon. You start to sing and God sings. Even his prophets would sing really difficult things. And so, um, but it was like, I was just seeing God and He's like, he's like, why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? And he's like, oh, those poor, (laughs) like, like, oh, just, it's just like, oh, why? And he's like, the kings of the earth prepare for battle and the rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. And it's just, like, watching this play out. He is watching right now. Watching. There are rulers all over this world. There's leaders in all different ways and capacities that are plotting and planning against God, the (laughs) the almighty creator of everything. Um, Like, we are clay. We are made of dust. Like, we have nothing in and of ourselves, and yet we're like, like trying to come up with plots and plans to try to like come against God. So he, he's like, come on, guys, come on, Lord. He's like, you know, he's like, come on. Who do you think you are? But um, it says, yeah, plotting against the Lord. Uh, and we can even replace the word Lord there, substitute it, exchange it, it's the same for the word. They, they, people don't mind just having these vague ideas of, who God is and very casually, right? You might hear like, Oh, I love God. Yeah. I totally pray to God. And, but that's so like, or even if he's the name Jesus, I don't know who your Jesus is until I know the truth that you stand for. And I see you standing for it and living it. There's fruit in your life. It looks like something to become a Christian, because there is a brand new nature, the very spirit of God now is living in us, right, so it looks different, we act different, but you'll hear these um like like usages of 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 just god um and and but it, it, it's God is the word, so that's the point is that when you listen to someone that maybe is saying, oh, yeah, I love God. I'm so about him. So, like, but like you start to hear, because it's like out of the abundance of a person's heart, the mouth speaks. And when you listen to someone, you start to hear what they actually believe. And you start to hear whether they actually have the truth coming out of them. And and And, and so there's this, this, where it's like, the, the earth, the, the, the kings of the earth, leaders in all realms, they're preparing for battle and rulers are plotting together. There's a, such an agenda to try to come against the Lord, the word of God. But this is a futile waste of time because... God is the one who created everything with the word. And as it says here, and we just want this, we want, part of this is as believers, we need to be so absolutely sure of what we believe. And knowing this word for ourselves and knowing with full confidence that um, it cannot be changed. It is the foundation. His word is literally, shaped and formed everything we all exist because of him and I'm gonna just read that so we can hear it uh, from the Word that in John 1 it says in the beginning the Word or the Lord (laughs) already existed the Word was with God and the Word was God he existed in the beginning with God God created everything through him all of us everyone <laughs> and nothing was created except through him the word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it when it says never extinguish it, it can also mean can never comprehend it so while there is a very real kingdom of darkness that the Bible clearly tells us about, and that we clearly see from so much junk and yuck that we do see happening here in this world. Um, but we aren't to worry. It says darkness can't even, they can't even comprehend. Like it causes confusion. It, it, they're like, what is this? We're trying to overtake <laughs> these Christians, these Jesus believers. Um, to come against the anointed one, to come against the word. But it says the darkness can't it can't comprehend this light that we have. You are full of light as a believer. You are one that confuses the enemy. The enemy can't even comprehend how did you you know like get sucked into God's goodness and get saved and made brand new. Like the enemy hates us so we gotta get used to that. He hates us. So we can just We're going to get to the part where we get to laugh confidently so um but let's not be surprised that we are in a world with a very strong current that's trying to persuade us to have us conform to different ideas and things that are not of god but we got to know what is of god and god is the word and we got to know the word so that we know the true god and not some out there weird version of him or some lukewarm Uh, just false version of who God really says he is Um, he has left us without excuse we have no excuse for not knowing him and knowing him well for ourselves and um, so the kings of the earth they're preparing for battle even now and even more so, coming against the ways of God, the things of God, the word of God, the truth of God. They're going to be calling us closed-minded. They're going to be laughing at us, mocking at us, hating us. They're going to be just trying to find every reason to make us seem like we are some really awful people that are not accepting of all these other ways. But um, uh, the word of the Lord remains forever. I just want to say that too, First Peter one twenty-five. Just the word, the word, the word, right? We want to know it. It says, but the word of the Lord remains forever. Matthew twenty-four thirty-five. heaven and earth, they're going to pass away. But my words will not pass away. His words will never pass away. And we, as we just read, were created through the word. He knows what is good for us. His words will not pass away. Uh, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. And so when it says here in Psalms 2 that they plot together against the Lord, against the word, the truth, the one way, and against his anointed one, Jesus is the anointed one. Jesus Christ, the one who it says, you know, Christ is smeared with oil. The anointing, the power of God, the authority of God to break every yoke of bondage that the enemy had tried to put on us. They're going to come against the very power of God. Satan and the enemy and the way of the world, they don't mind people being religious and going to church. They don't mind any of that happening. It is when there is anointing, when there is power to break the yoke, because we've been with Christ, we've been smeared with his oil, we've been full of his fire. That is where the enemy is like, like, I mean, he growls, he hates it. He's like, how can we stop them? And so, um, don't be surprised, right? I know like the more that I've gotten close to God, the more that I know his anointings on my life, the more that there's been the attacks, the war is increased, the That the mental battles, and it's like we gotta be sharp, we gotta be together, we gotta make sure that we're not off on our own, isolated also, because that is such a tactic of the enemy to try to isolate us. We gotta be connected in church, we gotta be doing things like this, gathering together online, getting to hear some word, getting to know you are not alone. So, whatever just these things are that would try to come against the very true word of God um we just we got to stand strong in the anointing of jesus because um, it's not that they're not just coming against jesus they're coming against jesus is the ultimate anointed one but we now are christians we are the these little anointed ones that are as christ here on this earth and so where there's anointing there's going to be a plot and a plan to try to come against you um so but we 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 are on the winning side that's all that matters you are on the winning side you say that i'm on the winning side and um it says here in three just get a little bit more of the attitude and that we again would not be surprised by this things that we see on the news here it's all this just so much stuff we hear about wanting to come against the ways of god And, and and um It says, let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. Free ourselves from slavery to God, right? We know over time there's been a progressive uh, battle against the ways of God, you know, in the school system. Oh, let's get God out of there. That's too much. And, like, we got to, no, we can't say that. Marriage is only for you know a man and a woman. Oh no, that's that's too close minded. We 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 need freedom to do things our way, and we can't. Um, I mean, it's there's there's just there's so much. I mean, there's it could go endless, and I don't, I don't, we know all, I think we know, like we see there's so many different areas. Um, we want to you know have rights to you know end life when we want to end it, and and we want to like you christians' you 're too narrow minded and so um there can 't be one way there 's no way like there 's many ways to God, and so um, it 's progressed though over the the decades and generations like we 're seeing more and more perversion and twisting um, to to uh, even in the church to try to adapt to these new ways that the world is trying to make us conform to. And um, we cannot do that. We are never to conform to the ways of the world. It says, do not be conformed to the ways of the world. So um, this is what they'll say, though. Like, free ourselves from slavery to God. Like, slavery to God? Like, what? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Because, again, God is love. God is peace. God is joy. God is the one who heals Jesus is the way we get access to all that God has for us. He's nothing but absolute perfection and goodness. And they're saying break these chains of slavery to God. Um and 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 it's just wild. And it's not it's an, again, this isn't to be like surprised by it cuz I know and you can relate too, I'm sure, that when we were of the world and i know even for me i was one that's like oh i i knew of god i knew his word I actually really loved his word i know i knew god was so real and yet i chose to fully rebel and in the midst of calling myself a christian and i did these like as i was in that place letting be influenced by rebellion, I'd be one of those fighting against him. Oh, slavery to God. Like, oh, I want to break your chains off of me. You're too restrictive. You, oh, why don't you let me do these things that, that I, I'm finding pleasure in, you know, for a time finding pleasure in doing some of these things that, uh, like when we're, 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 when we're wanting to willfully commit sin. Uh, there's this, we're given over to the influence of the enemy that, that, that wants, we'll start to come against God thinking that he's the no fun one that has all these rules. So, uh, I mean, I was like all for like fighting for homosexuality. And even I was one who was attracted to women. And so I was like, well, I feel so condemned by this word. It says not to be that. And so I would try to like twist the word and try to find ways to like, like compromise and like make my own version of the good news. And uh, it just doesn't work. And that's what the world's trying to do right now. Or like um, abortion, you know, like I, I, I was pregnant. I decided not to follow God's you know, rules, God's best way for me. And, you know, ended up sleeping with someone when I was young and I, you know, getting pregnant and having an abortion. And right, those are the things we fight for. We're like, as when we're not on God's side, and it was like, how you can't tell me I can't sleep with someone. And I, I'm gonna do what I want with my body. I'm gonna sleep with who I want. And I don't need to get married. I'm, get, I'm gonna have sex with who I want. And what did it do? It, it did nothing but, it, I know in my life, it hurt. It caused so much pain and drama and trauma and stuff that I've still had to heal from years and years later. God knows we're, we're just not meant to do those things. And, you know, an abortion, we're fighting for all these rights to be like, well, it's my body, I'm going to kill the the baby, and it's arguing whether it is a baby yet or not. But all I know is I made that decision as one calling myself a Christian and rebelling against God, and it did nothing but, I mean, it, 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 it was so damaging, so harmful. Um, to to make that decision. And I'm like, but the world is fighting for it to be this choice of empowering women to just it's my body, I'm gonna do what I want. No, it's God's body, He created each one of us, and He has the way for us to actually live really beautifully. And the beautiful part of it is as much as we have messed up, as much as I know I've messed up in my life and I rebelled against Him, He is so full of Mercy, so full of forgiveness. He is love. And he's like, This is why I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to help you. And when we finally surrender and say, Man, I've been jacking it up. And maybe your type of a jackup isn't what I just mentioned, but it's some other thing. And, and, um, I just, he, Jesus saves. He delivers. He heals. He looks for the outcast. He comes to save the rebels. And we just need to say, Lord, I am so sorry, God. I I surrender. And you can say it tonight. I surrender. I just, this area of my life, I know it's not what you want from me. Or I've I've been just making excuses for it. And whatever it may be and just say, God help me, I want to repent right now. I-, I want your forgiveness right now. Help me to even just clear out what I gotta clear out or let go of what I gotta let go of. Just stop doing the thing that I keep doing, God, I need your help. And so this is the beautiful part, but I'm just saying like we will naturally wanna break these chains, so-called chains of God that are actually there to so lovingly direct us. And I, I love God with all my heart. His instructions, His laws, they bring joy, they bring peace. Um, to obey Him is where there is true life and satisfaction. So I know when I, was in, when I was still trying to break some of His ways off and not be in agreement with them and fight and rebel against them, constantly not at peace, constantly had this like Ooh, shaky, yuck-like thing, and so the beautiful part is when we just start to like if there's something you got to let go of let go of it and we just get you get more peace you get the joy you we got to live holy before him full in that is it, it is not this lie of like oh you're becoming religious oh now you don't do that you don't do that and um i mean there's there's so much stuff i know over the years like even recently he's just been like nope gonna give that up gonna give that up gonna give that up and yeah, if you were to talk to someone in the world, they'd be like, What? Why? You don't do that? You don't watch that? You don't hear? Like, they'd think we're crazy, but no. We're following what he says to do, and his instructions work. His word works when we follow them. And there's so much joy and peace when we actually let go of the things he wants us to not be in agreement with, because it's um, just, uh, yeah. But so this is the attitude of the world. Let's break off slavery. To God, we don't want His chains. We don't want His word. We don't want His ways. They're oh, they're so limiting and so closed minded And um, but as we said, His word remains forever, and um, he, His word can never be changed. And it says, I, 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 "There's just this little spot here that I love because Paul is one. He, he's such an example because as we need to rise up and be like." Like, stand for the absolute truth and be unashamed of it and, and, and speak up when we are to represent him wherever we are, whether in work or we're in the school system or we are pastors or leaders, ministers. We're not to preach a compromise, like, almost true gospel. Like, we're to say the truth all the way. And so, Second um, Timothy... I just liked this spot here, because we know Apostle Paul in the Bible, he was unashamed of the gospel, 100% fully uh, preaching the good news, no matter what it cost him in his life, which it cost him much. And when we preach the unadulterated truth, it will cost us much. We're going to have haters, we're going to have people that are like, oh, it's just too much, you're a little too extreme, but this is the truth. Right, God created everything, He is the absolute word, the foundation, and His Word will remain forever. And so Paul had this absolute, right? Solid this understanding of it. And he says in 2 Timothy 2, he says, uh, well, one, always remember that Jesus Christ, the descendant of King David, was raised from the dead. Gotta always remember Jesus. Went to the cross, he raised from the dead. He is alive, he is here now, raised from the dead. Um, This is the good news I preach. This is the good news I preach. And because I preach this good news that Jesus was the Son of God, went to the cross, raised from the dead. Because I preach this good news, I am suffering and I have been chained like a criminal, but the word of God cannot be chained. So I'm willing to endure anything if it will bring salvation and eternal glory in Christ Jesus to those God has chosen. This is our job, our attitude we must have and our mandate to preach the good news that Jesus Christ raised from the dead the Son of God has given us full salvation and that it is his word, uh, not mixed with anything, nothing taken in or out or added to, there's no mixing of anything extra, there's no progressive Christianity that just, this doesn't become outdated is the point. So, realize he's suffering for preaching the good news, preaching the truth that sets us free, and as we proclaim the good news, the truth of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world that is biting against the ways of God, we got to understand that we got to be set ready to suffer at times for it, just as Paul says, "I'm willing to suffer." He's he was chained like a criminal. Some of us, and as times move on, we are going to be in increasing uh, times of per- persecution against those of us that will really stand for the truth. And some of us may even be chained. Some of us may be put away. Some of us may be martyred in the future. Some of us. We, we, are, are you ready to suffer for the good news? Is Jesus truly everything? And um, this, is, this is the attitude Paul had in the scene that we must have is this boldness. That we know that we know that we know that even though we could be chained like a criminal, that we could get in trouble for standing for the truth, and maybe we're not in jail, but maybe there's a fine or there's a there's a we're fired because we stood for something, or like are you willing to lose your job? Are you willing to suffer financial consequences? Are you or it's like, are we willing to suffer, whatever that looks like, you know, as it comes um, for the good news? But he's like, but the word of God can't be chained. The Word of god we've got to have an absolute revelation and understanding that the Word of God is from the very beginning it is the foundation that runs through everything and the enemy can try to come and blind the minds of people so strongly but and, and make this this current cultural like what seems normal and seems like we 're supposed to accept it. Um, but, but we got to understand, we got to be soaked and saturated in this, like literally soaked, or we'll start to absorb other parts of the world and its ways. And this will start to seem strange rather than it being the absolute truth and foundation that cannot ever be chained. It cannot be chained. Nothing can stop this word from being uh, eternal and says, right? It says, like, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away so um it says he's willing to endure anything are you willing to endure anything to bring salvation and eternal glory in christ jesus to those god has chosen so each one of us in our spheres of influence we are leaders we are representatives of the kingdom of god of jesus christ marked out anointed by him to be at mouthpieces to be hands and feet to demonstrate his kingdom as the word is preached in whatever sphere of influence we are. And it's gonna cost us some things. It's gonna sacrifice. It's gonna, it's gonna cause us to, to be hurt at times, but not hurt in a way that's like, like uh, we should be so confident, but like, like right, it might, it might mean losing a job. It might mean um, like being hated. It might mean uh, your family doesn't like you for a time. Um, so in the end though, the word went, jesus wins and the endurance that we need he gives us and he calls us to it he did not say that this life of following him was going to be easy yet in the midst of it we have joy and um yeah we we follow a narrow road and the world doesn't like the narrow road and jesus said yeah when you choose me you're going to deny yourself and um you are going to be choosing a very narrow path many will choose the highway to hell which is broad he's like but the few who choose the narrow path the way is difficult and um it is it is and you start to see it more and more it's 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 an all-in life for Jesus and the beautiful part though is you don't have questions and other ways to go it starts to become very clear when you just say this is it this is the way of life and this is where there's abundance this is where there is joy this is where there's security this is where there is love and peace and this is where we see the supernatural move um, when we are in alignment with Jesus and nothing but Jesus and um, so this is, this is what we get to stand in as believers, guys, and be excited about the things that are to come um, because there's, there's going to be some intense battles, but we are the victorious ones. We're the bride of Christ, shining, shining with his light, full of victory and full of joy that doesn't make sense and it really makes the enemy angry when we're full of joy. In the midst of trials, in the midst of hard times in this world, that we can have such a confidence that God's word is true and we speak it out, that it's performed, his word does not return void. We just need an absolute confidence tonight, today, to, uh, uh, of his word. Um, he is the word. The word is God, but God's the word. So as it says, let us break their chains, and cry. Let us free ourselves from slavery to God, you know. This is where we get to verse 4 in chapter 2 of Psalms. But the one who rules, rules in heaven, laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. The Lord's sitting in heaven. I've made everything. I made you. I gave you everything. I plotted and planned this whole world so that you could have everything in me. I'm so good. I'm so good, but you're raging against me, trying to write your own instructions for how things should be put together, missing steps B, C, and D, trying to go from A to Z, your own way. And it's not going so well, is it? As he looks down and sees the brokenness, the destruction, the... Stuff that is happening in this world. This is never what he designed it to be. But he's allowed it to be. Because we have free will. To follow him or follow the enemy. To follow our sinful nature. Or to say, I want to get rid of this sinful nature and follow God. I want some of that joy that I see in some of those Christian spaces. I want some of that joy. Like, 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 we've got to be the Christians that the world hungers for. And say, I want that. I want that. And so God sits in the heavens and laughs. And I love it because he's like, (laughs) he's watching the plots and plans, the rulers um, that are are coming against him and trying, Satan's trying so hard to work through rulers and leaders of this world to um, try to get people to turn on God, forget about God, to uh, walk away from faith. But god knows who he is and that his word stands true it stands the test of time and we are those that say yes fully to his word so therefore each one of us is say yes all the way into an uncompromised believing of his truth that sets us free we also get to sit in the heavens and laugh and be like what uh, this is you are a defeated foe like go ahead make your plans but you are already under my feet enemy like like he's laughing he god this is our father we want to have the same attitude the same mindset he's like laughing and scoffing to scoff i like this word um i think i had it it's to laugh or talk about a person or idea in a way that shows that you think they are stupid or silly <laughs> This is the one area as believers we get to actually make fun of someone and something. Let's we gotta laugh at the ridiculousness of some of these philosophies, these things, these agendas. Like children choosing their own gender. I mean, laughing and being infuriated at the the stuff that is coming about. We um, things are so clear, and uh, it, there's a there's males and there's females, and that's it. Okay, we don't need whatever is being made up. There's the best way for life to happen is for a male and female to be married, and that's where great sex is supposed to happen, <laughs> and babies happen when you put the two parts together that are meant to be together, because the designer said this body part and that body part go together, not whatever version you're trying to make happen. And um, uh, we just see, but yet we, we we just we gotta stop fighting against his design. And it's quit fighting against it," I said. "Like I'm not. I, I fought against it as well, but I reaped the the harm of it." And he's like, "Quit fighting against it. He can h- he change, heal, set free from whatever thing it is that we're trying to explain away. Um, addiction. Oh, I should be able to use whatever I want to make myself feel good. And uh, like now, now like drugs, now that weed is like um, uh, illegal." It's like there's always like it always Satan will take it just a little bit further. Now it's like, oh, let's start to make all the psychedelics and like microdosing like a thing. And it's becoming more and more normal to try to have all these psychedelics to have to find God and to be healed and to but the thing is, we don't know how to do just a little bit. A sinful nature will start at Present something that sounds good, seems right, and then it will take you way further than you want to go. So these are the things we don't want to come into agreement with as Christians. We'd be like, oh, it's it's okay. Oh, that's probably a good idea. We don't we don't want to just start to to adopt these these ideas. Um, so I mean, it, it's there's endless all the things that are out there. So the thing is, let's know the word and let's stick to the word and stand for it and. Um, and have confidence in it and oh that's just when you start to feel good when you're like it's it's just him it's just his word um we do not need to make up other versions to appease people and you'll start to see uh, when you don't back down the other ones that are fighting against you even if they're the only ones in your family because god says i came not i came to actually bring a sword and even into families there's going to be those that aren't going to be believing they're going to fight against you for being a believer they're going to think you are a weirdo. they're going to think that you're too much i remember even in my own marriage i had to come against that like and i had to stand strong in jesus by myself like my husband now he's like he'd be like you're you're crazy you're too much you're part of a cult you're you know you're a pentecostal weirdo and you're praying in tongues and shouting prayers and you're changing too much. She didn't like, he didn't like me changing and letting go of things that I used to do that hurt me. And, and so, um, like, oh, you know, if you do this, follow Jesus, like, you know, this is going to cause our divorce, all this stuff. And God's like, no, you, you stay in it. So if you're in a relationship or with your, you know, kids or, uh, whatever family relationship or in marriage, stick it out. You bring holiness, goodness, righteousness, to the home as the word says. And God would just say stay in the position. Keep praying. Keep showing love. Keep Just keep on keeping on. Do not take it into your own hands. Don't try to become the Holy Spirit to that one that's railing against you. Just stand. Stand in Christ. And ultimately, that person is won over. And ultimately, even today, my husband, he's like now, like I mean, it took, it took a while. But God got his heart and he's like i was wrong (laughs) i was wrong you were right christ is is all all the all in like stuff that he didn't like about me being all in for christ now he gets it he understands god saved him god has changed his heart god set him free of all those chains that he was so wanting to hold on to and um Just have hope, have faith that as you stand strong on the word and have no compromise and not adopting these other excuses and ways of the world, breakthrough comes. Breakthrough is coming into your home. Breakthrough is coming into your marriage. Breakthrough is coming in for your kids. Salvation is coming upon it as you stand strong on the truth. And breakthrough is coming through school systems, through workplaces, through uh, whatever sphere of influence. The Word of God cannot be chained and um, you are essential to be where you are speaking the truth in love. And so we can confidently laugh as we sit with God. We are seated, as it says in Ephesians, in heavenly places with him. He is laughing and making fun of, scoffing at the enemy who is a defeated foe. We don't fight against flesh and blood. Don't get all up in that political mess that people are so opinionated. No, that's not how we fight. But let's fight against the enemy, the one who is trying to influence and make... All these different ways yes let's speak the truth but we don't need to be these opinionated like just just speak the truth stand up for it and say why and and and, and make people realize it's not about a religion this is about god protecting us he has ways he designed us. There's ways for us to live, ways for us to do things, ways for us to use these bodies correctly with honor and dignity before Him, and um, where we are kept healthy and kept pure and kept um, like kept well. So this is this is this is what we get to do. So stand confident and let us not be discouraged in any way. Um, for says just. Yeah, we, we just, the Lord wins. Jesus is coming back, he's coming back, he's coming back, and um, he's looking for those that will endure, those of us that will stay faithful, those of us that will represent him well, those of us that are faithful brides, fully sold out, that just be lovers of him, full of his laughter, full of his confidence, full of his joy. Joy comes from having a heart that is congruent with him, loving the things that he loves, and hating the things that he hates, and um, not being bashful about it, but standing up for it, and that's where his anointing ends. And he's like, yeah, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to be hated. And um, and, and not all the time, right? But like, it's going to happen. And he's like, believe for joy when that happens. Like, sh- rejoice. He's like, and your ha- reward in heaven awaits you. Like, there's so much reward for standing faithful um, and unashamed of the Lord and his ways. Um, so it says um, in verse 10, just and I always go so much longer than I expect. <laughs> oh goodness, Lord. Uh, but he says, "Now then you kings, act wisely, be warned, you rulers of the earth. He's warning the world, because judgment is coming in the end. We must say yes to Jesus before time runs out. Um, act wisely, you kings, be warned, you rulers of the earth, serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. He's one to be oh so revered and so tremble, rejoice. The fear of the Lord—it's not—it's uh, it's all. It's joy. It's just trembling. It's the, the wonder and the awe of His Majesty, of His reality. He rules. He's sitting, watching, and He so protects those of us that are His. He's so got you. Don't worry. We don't need to like go and try to protect ourselves. He's got you. We're wrapped in the truth. You are wrapped in his anointing. You are wrapped in his protection. He is your shield. I am with you, he says. Just stay in me. Let my words remain in you, and you will see every bit of victory. Um, he says, submit to God's royal son, Jesus, or he will become angry. He's slow to anger, but there is a point where anger is seen. Punishment comes. He, he, he's just. He does... Um, he does uh, He does come, and he does handle what needs to be handled. Um, but he's patient. He's patient. He doesn't want a single one of us to perish. So let us not perish. Um, or you will be destroyed in the midst of all of your activities. So all these plots and plans, all these things that seem like they're having their way, they're having their agenda, they're having this major influence. It looks like they're like so successful. But he's like, oh, you're your time is gonna come up. Evil, wicked rulers, ones with evil, wicked agendas, especially that paint them to look so good. He's like, he, he knows, he knows, and he is just. And he gives time for people to repent and uh, to turn, because he says right in the midst of their activities, destruction comes. There is, there's, he, he's, he's not, we don't, we don't mess with God. We follow his ways. He is the creator. And he knows what's best. And um, it says in the the end of chapter 2, But what joy for all those who take refuge in him. What joy for all of us who've taken refuge in him. Let us stand strong. Let us stay confident. Let us stay full of the word. Let us know the word for ourselves. Let's be in it daily. and, and, And just... Let the joy of the Lord rub off on you as we say yes to the anointed one, Jesus Christ smeared with oil, that you are smeared with oil, you are anointed to break yokes in His name, and uh, we don't we don't bend to the ways of the world in any way whatsoever, and He gives you the strength to do it, and um this is this is what we are called to, so uh yeah. That's it. The Lord sits sits in the heavens and laughs. So do not worry. Don't get up in the whirlwind. Don't be repeating news reports. Don't be coming in bowing to the fear of whatever COVID stuff that like just where oh there's just so much influence. There's so much stuff. We'll just stay focused on God. Look at Him. He's the Author and Finisher. It says He is the one that we got to look to. All over the Bible says keep your eyes on Jesus all over the Bible, just put the other stuff down for a moment, and let us give him more time, more devotion, let's, let's let's hear his plan, not some political agenda, let's hear his word, and know it more than we know the nightly news, and just, we have to shift, we have to stay um, in that place of being seated with him, so confident and so sure of his word, Again, we speak His word. His word does not pass away. His word does not return void. His word has to be not just something we kind of repeat and memorize and post online, but that we know that we know that we know it. (laughs) We gotta speak it out, sing it out, memorize it in the sense, but like we gotta gotta know the substance, the person of it. Christ is the word. So let that be your reality and walk. Together, all of us, as the bride raised, being raised up during this, these end times. I don't know when the end times are, but all we know is we're approaching them, and Jesus is returning for a bride who is so confident, laughing by his side, because we have been filled with him, Be filled with his word, nothing but his word. So Father, I just thank you for your word tonight. I thank you, God, that you are the one that sits in the heavens and laughs confidently. And we have been brought in through Jesus to also be seated with you in heavenly places, confidently filled with your word of truth, that we also laugh at the futile plots and plans of the enemy. And you even scoff and make fun and belittle the enemy because you know how it Fools they are. They're already a defeated foe because of the work of the cross, the finished work of the cross. I thank you, Jesus, that we would remember it is finished. Remember that each one, any place where there's shame, guilt, condemnation, that the enemies tried to bring in, any place where there's been like a wanting to compromise or kind of doubt the absolute truth of your word, God. Anyone that is listening right now, that stuff we declare comes off of them in Jesus' mighty name for your truth sets us free your truth is sharper than any double-edged sword and it cuts and it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart so i just thank you that your beautiful loving sword of truth comes and cuts penetrates divides what needs to be cut in each listener, God, and Lord, that we would just be into that place of absolute righteousness, return to righteousness, he has made you righteous, by his blood, he has forgiven you, there is no place of accusation, we, we, we come out of agreement, just say, I come out of agreement with every lie of the enemy, I come out of agreement with all shame, guilt, and condemnation, and Lord, I come into agreement right now with your righteousness, your blood that has forgiven me, your blood, your name, that has given me all power and authority over the enemy, And I sit with you in the heavens and laugh. Yes, be filled with joy. And and, 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 yeah, be filled with joy as your heart is in full congruency more and more and more. You just declare your heart is becoming more and more like his. And that you stand strong, you stand strong, whatever situation you're in, where it seems hard to stand strong, or you keep wanting to agree with things that are not of God. No, he says, I give you strength to stand strong. He gives you strength to stand strong. You are going to stand strong. You are one who stands strong. The sword is right through you, and the absolute pillar right in the center of you. You will not shift and waver and bend. You will stand strong. Whatever place you've been given to stand and lead and represent Christ, you stand strong. You will see the word of the Lord stand strong in and through you to bring change, everlasting change, wherever you are placed by the authority of Jesus and his word. So, um, yeah, let's laugh. Let's laugh. Let's laugh at the plots and plans of the enemy and not bow to the ways of the world. Um, Yeah, his way is right. His way works. His word works. So uh, God bless you, and um, I'll see you next week. All right. Bye, guys.